and welcome back to another episode of Connections. I'm Mike Tom with Colleen Hood. Today's guest is Dr. Olga Taleva. She's an interventional cardiologist, and it's February, so it's a time where more people are thinking about their hearts a little more often than usual. And one thing that's becoming more and more prevalent is that heart health is not just a men's health issue. In fact, 12% more women than men died of heart conditions in 2016. There's a lot of surprising statistics out there when it comes to women's heart health. Today on Connections, We'll talk with an expert in heart health, and she'll help make sure that the women in our lives are as healthy as they can be. Dr. Olga Taleva is with us this morning. She's an interventional cardiologist. It's February, and it's a month where people are typically thinking about their heart a little more often than they would any other time of the year. How important is it to be aware uh, and on top of our heart health? Uh, Heart health is uh, essential for uh, well-being and uh, successful life. So people need to be aware of uh, particular uh, things that um, prevent heart disease and also um, diet and exercise, healthy lifestyles, uh, and certain um, things that may help by uh, talking to your doctor if you have risk factors. The Heart and Stroke published reports on heart disease and stroke in 2018 demonstrating that women in Canada are under-researched, under-diagnosed, under-treated, under-supported during recovery, and under-aware of their risks. Why is this? The reason is that for many years in the past was believed that women don't uh, suffer uh, from heart disease or not as prevalently as men. And now we know that there is um, a high risk uh, of developing heart conditions in women, and there are certain heart conditions that are more specific to women than men. I think, you know, uh, a few years ago, my wife's grandmother, we finally took her to the doctor and she went into the hospital. She'd been sick for a while. And when she finally went to the hospital, the doctor said, well, it looks like she had a heart attack about two weeks ago. And we all stopped and we thought all the symptoms. Yes, of course, she had a heart attack. But for whatever reason, Nobody even thought of that. If it was the grandfather having the same symptoms right away, we would have thought, oh, he's having a heart attack. Why do we miss it when it's women? Well, uh, one of the reasons is that women often present differently than men. They have different symptoms, uh, not as typical as what we call typical as men, but maybe, uh, say, not as intense and not as dramatic. Uh, For example, men often have this typical Hollywood heart attack when the chest pain is crushing, they're feeling really unwell, Uh, whereas with women, uh, there could be just light pressure in the chest, Uh, it may not be exactly significant chest pain, but more discomfort, Uh, awareness of something uh, that is uh, sitting on the chest, Uh, pain in the arms, pain in the shoulders, so a little bit more different and maybe more subtle presentation. And all too often, women don't actually know that they're having a heart attack. Dr. Taleva, what is the most common symptom that brings women into the hospital? Uh, when they have a cardiac condition, specifically heart attack, the most common symptom continues to be chest pain. Like I said, uh, a lot of the times uh, we uh, dismiss that. Because, well, not we dismiss that, but we feel that, uh, especially if it's a young woman, that maybe this is not a heart attack it's less likely a a young woman to have a heart attack. But nowadays we know that there are certain conditions that could cause heart attack in very young women. And what are those conditions? One of the conditions is called spontaneous coronary artery dissection, and this is a condition predominantly seen in women younger than the age of 50. Mm -hmm. 
Really? And it, yes, and it's a condition where you don't have any buildup of cholesterol in your arteries, but the artery becomes uh, vulnerable and uh, develops a narrowing of the lumen from the inside, which impairs the blood flow to the heart and causes heart attack. We understand that both pregnant women and menopausal women are both at high risk of developing heart conditions. Why is this? Pregnant women are at the highest risk, and it has to do with the hormonal changes during pregnancy, which make the blood vessels softer. There's also other conditions that could predispose that are genetic, uh, for example, fibromuscular dystrophy or connective tissue disorders. What are some things that uh, pregnant women should maybe be thinking about, any preventative measures they can take then? There is really no prevention, at least until that point. We haven't discovered any predictor that could tell us for sure that this woman will have SCAD other than the factors I mentioned earlier, so conditions that predispose you to have, um, and obviously pregnancy would be one of them. So really they need to watch for symptoms, and usually if someone is having a heart attack, symptoms that... Even though I said in women could be subtle, they are persistent and it could be quite dramatic. So a woman would know that there is something that is not right with their heart. So if they do all of a sudden feel these symptoms, should they be just relaxing or should they be calling 911 and getting to the hospital? Well, if the symptoms persist, and if, especially if it's a combination of feeling unwell, chest pain, shoulder pain with the chest pain, feeling uh, that you're perspiring, that you're having a hard time breathing, uh, and that's not going away, th- this could be all significant symptoms that may require attention. What are some preventative care tips that we can put into practice? The traditional um, thing with heart attack is buildup of cholesterol. So as we know, there are certain risk factors that could be um, modified to reduce the risk of heart attack. The main things are uh, reducing cholesterol by eating proper diet, exercising, uh, being healthy, um, and also uh, consult with your doctor for the levels of cholesterol, uh, reduction of blood pressure, control of diabetes, uh, and obesity. What about, oh, I was just going to ask, what about things we should be staying away from, maybe, whether it's diet or other other things in our lives? Is there anything that we should really be doing away with? Oh, yeah. Smoking is a big factor, so quitting smoking is really important. And, of course, healthy diet is essential. Uh, so if someone has problems with cholesterol, especially uh, being on a cholesterol pill uh, and uh, consulting with your doctor on the levels are important. Exercise is always being recommended. Brisk walking uh, where you could break a sweat for at least four to five times a week, 30 minutes a day. What made you want to get into the medical field? I think the connection uh, between uh, what we learn uh, from the bench or our um, books to translate it into um, patient care and being able to really um, uh, help our patients recover from big events like heart attack, being able to um, find an explanation for something that was untreatable before or poorly recognized. Those are the things that really inspire me. So what kind of work do you specifically do then, Dr. Taleva? I am a cardiologist that does angiograms and angioplasty. So I see a lot of women uh, coming in with acute heart attacks who have the spontaneous coronary artery dissection. So this is one of the the things that I've been collaborating with experts in the field uh, across Canada 
to uh, create a database and uh, work out figuring out more of the risk factors leading to that. I'm also interested in the microvascular uh, problems that I described uh, specifically for women because I see a lot of uh, angiograms that appear normal and women still have typical anginal symptoms or present with heart attack, and there is really nothing that we could see on the big uh, blood vessels in the heart. So I am trying to develop um, some type of uh, tests and um, be also collaborating with other colleagues on how to interpret these tests to make a diagnosis of microvascular dysfunction. She uh, mentioned before Dr. Taleva that cholesterol is one of those big things we should be paying attention to. Often you hear people in their 50s and 60s, oh, I got to get my cholesterol down, but is this something we should be paying attention to a lot earlier in our lives? Absolutely, you got that right. This is why we have to raise awareness uh, amongst all age groups that healthy lifestyles and healthy diets are very important uh, to maintain good heart health. What does it look like going forward with heart health for women and research? There are uh, several interesting conditions that are specific to women and mostly seen in women rather than men. They all have to do with the coronary arteries because the heart attacks are associated uh, with some type of impairment of the flow to the heart. Uh, the spontaneous coronary artery dissection is one of them. This is the condition I mentioned earlier. We still um, are working on figuring out the risk factors and w- what we can do to predict the events, but also uh, how to treat that condition. There is also a condition where uh, people would develop heart attack, and when we do the angiogram, there's really no blockages that we could see uh, on the angiogram. Condition named uh, microvascular dysfunction, meaning that the small microscopic vessels in the heart are impaired, whether they're plugged with cholesterol or not functioning properly and causing lack of blood supply to the heart. So we're still in a very early stages of researching of this condition, which is very typical for women. Now, Dr. Taleva, I was just reading a recent heart and stroke report, and it says that heart disease is now also connected to cognitive impairment. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so this year's uh, heart and stroke report uh, connected the heart, uh, the brain, and the mind together, uh, where uh, they discussed uh, the risk of you developing cognitive impairment mostly based on vascular dementia as a result of uh, cardiac conditions or vascular conditions in the brain. So this is a really important link which has not been made in the past to uh, realize that maintaining healthy heart will give you a better long-term modification of prevention of dementia. Dr. Taleva, as a woman and as a cardiologist, as a doctor, what do you do to keep yourself fit and healthy? Well, one of the things I do well is living, trying to live healthy, uh, especially healthy diets, more fiber, vegetables, uh, low cholesterol. As much as I could exercise, we're all guilty of not doing enough exercise in our busy lives and also all guilty of not being able to reduce stress. But reducing stress is really essential, especially in women's heart health because it's been linked to risk of heart attack as well. So i got to take it easy on my mom and my wife. All right. <laughs> Quit stressing them out. But even as a, but, as a parent, as a mom, stress is not something that easily goes away. 
And it was very hard to modify, despite their best efforts, right? <laughs> I think we need more research on this. <laughs> if we want to find out more information about heart health and heart disease, how can we go about doing that? Oh, yeah. So uh, specifically for, for heart uh, health, uh, one of the best resources is uh, the Heart and Stroke uh, website uh, because they publish a lot of uh, patient uh, symptom-related or diagnosis-related uh, handouts and recommendations and answering questions. There is um, Canadian Women's Heart Health Alliance organization to uh, which I belong. Uh, it's based out of Ottawa Heart Institute. Their website is excellent also to point towards centers across Canada that specialize in women's heart health and also links to different uh, resources online. Thanks so much for joining us today, Dr. Chaleva, and giving us some advice and some tips on how we can prevent ourselves from becoming a heart attack victim. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.